the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You were born for such a time as this. Such a time as this. Oh, God, it's a cry. Oh, God, would you rend the heavens? Would you rip open the heavens and come down and let the mountains would shake at your presence, that the enemies would tremble? And he goes on to say, remember? Remember when you used to do that? Remember when you when you moved on behalf of your people? And then he goes on to say, is there, is there anyone that even seeks you anymore? And I began to just weep for our nation, weep for the churches. Many churches are not churches. Is the demonic being cast out? Are people being healed and set free? Now we think New Testament Christianity is extreme. Thank you for joining us here at Westside Christian Fellowship, located in Leona Valley, California, one hour north of Los Angeles. Today we hear a special message from Pastor Shane at Ren the Heavens in the High Sierras, titled, The Prayer That Rips Heaven Open. On-fire preacher Charles Spurgeon once said, Sometimes when we do not receive comfort in our prayers, when we are broken and cast down, that is when we are really wrestling and prevailing in prayer. Please join us as Pastor Shane encourages us to remain steadfast through prayer, broken and humbled before the Lord, always remembering that God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Eidelman. A lot of people in the Christian church, maybe some here tonight, need to be broken. You can't worship because God doesn't have all of your heart. I'm just not emotional. Well, you express anger real well. Is anger not an emotion? We don't have to raise our hands and do, do, do weird things, but there has to be a brokenness before God. There has to be a, a desire to want to seek Him, and that's what we're going to be doing over the next few nights. Uh, tomorrow night as well. I mean, get people here who need to be encouraged and convicted uh, we're also going to pray for those who are sick. I know, is there Mark? Mark, are you still here? I think you're here. There you are. We're going to pray with you afterwards in the back back there. We're going to have a time of prayer. I don't know about you, but I believe in the God who still heals and sets free. And I'm going to read something tomorrow. Uh, Pastor Mike's going to bring it tomorrow. It's an excerpt from an article. And uh, I, want, I want, want to make sure you get here and bring someone who needs to be lovingly uh, challenged, but also maybe a breakthrough in their life. Why can't we experience, I want you to think about this tonight, why can't we experience the same power as the New Testament church in the book of Acts? Why then do we come to church, sing a few songs, let me get a quick message in here, about 30 minutes, get you out after one song into the buffet line. That's not church, folks. I came here to meet God. I came here to see people set free demonic bondage is broken. 
And that's what Ren the Heavens is. We, we do it in Lancaster. We've did it about four times over the last year or so. We're going to continue to do it whenever God puts it on our heart. We go a whole week. The first time we went two weeks, church every night, and I still hear from people. The testimonies are amazing. Why? Because they were desperate for more of God. They were hungry for more of God. When God takes center stage, then you'll see breakthrough. But when he's still on the back burner, you're not going to experience much of God. He doesn't force you. He doesn't wait in a corner and you try to go find him. He says, if you're desperate, you'll seek me with all of your heart, with all of your strength, with all of your mind. And that word seek, if you listen on the radio, you've probably heard me talk about that. But that word seek, I came across it um, a couple years ago. In, in the Hebrew language, it's, it's bakash. And it's very interesting. It means to, to seek until you find it. It's like losing your child in a crowded mall. Are you going to go eat lunch? Are you going to run some errands? Are you going to finish shopping and then you'll look for that child? No. Everything stops until you find that child. Now think about if you seek me with all of your heart, you will find me. And I've heard people say, Shane, I've tried that. It doesn't work. Oh, no, you haven't tried it then, my friend. You don't try God out and see if it works. You seek even when you don't feel like it. You, 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 you pursue even when there is no des- de- desire. Because we've been conditioned to let our feelings lead us. I don't feel it. I, don't, I didn't feel worship. I didn't, I, I've, every, every week somebody tells me, I just didn't feel it today. Well, God bless you. The feelings are the caboose of the train. They're not the engine. So as you pursue God, as you get desperate for God, and you say, Lord, I don't even feel it, but I'm going to pursue you. I don't even, I, I don't even want to be here, but I'm going to seek you. I'm going to put the flesh to, to the back burner and you on the front burner. Watch out, because when God breaks through, there's, there's seasons of revival and renewing that come into your heart. That dead and barren heart turns into a, a, a life-giving soul. Jesus said, if you believe on me, as the scriptures say, out of your belly, will flow stagnant waters like the Mono Lake? Then why are most Christians not experiencing that vibrant living water? John said he will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and fire. That, that fire is pretty intense. And so what happened in my own life, the reason I have a passion for this topic is I was in my 20s, I was following everything but God, and if you asked me, I would check Christian. I went to church on Easter and Christmas. Pretty good guy. But God, to be honest with you, God was kind of boring. I'm into weightlifting and making money and, 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 and partying. And I uh, used to do a lot up here. Don't tell anybody, okay? But uh, you get hung over a lot worse when the altitude. I don't know if you knew that or not. But I, in my 20s and pursuing everything but God, and God wrecked me. He broke me. He humbled me. And I fully repented and said, God, I give you everything. And the Holy Spirit came into my life unlike anything I've ever felt before. There's joy unspeakable. The Word of God actually came alive. Reading and reading and reading. I told my mom, where's this been all my life? Oh, son, it's been there. Thank God for praying moms. But where are the praying dads? And I remember 
Oh man, she would make me so mad. She put she would put a Bible on my ACDC albums. Anybody Judas Priest? All the, I'm on a highway to hell, and I was. I said, Mom, don't pray for me tonight. I want to have fun. That rebellious, angry man who said I was a Christian. And so many in the church, and that's my heart for the American churches, many will say to me in that day, day, in that day, Lord, we did all these things. We, we went to church. I, I did these things. And Jesus will say, depart from me. I don't know you. Now, of course, he knows them intellectually, but he doesn't have a relationship with them. That's why when the prodigal son comes home, he runs. That's why I have to worship God, guys. You can make fun of me. I don't care, but I have to worship God because he saved me and set me free. Can you imagine if you're, have you ever heard about, um, I visit, I visited some prisoners before at, um, at different, uh, correctional institutes and, um, <clears throat> and many of you have heard, you know, the, the, the walking dead, you know, dead men walking. And they don't do it in California as much, but Texas. And as they're walking to their death, lethal injection back when it, it used to be electric chair, they're walking to their dead, death, dead man walking. Can you imagine if they come in, hey, the governor just signed your pardon. Pick up your stuff, go to your wife, you're, you're, you're out of here. You think he'd just go, oh, man, thanks. Where's the exit? Thank you very much. Fall down on his face. Begin weeping. How much more before a mighty God who saved you and set you free? This lukewarmness and coldness and callousness during worship in the American church, I I don't understand. You want to know why? Because they they don't relate to the lyrics. Amazing grace, how sweet that is. It saved a wretch like me. I was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. You might want to worship. You might get a little bit excited about God. I went to a Dodger game and I did not believe how excited they got. My goodness. My, it's a home run. The baseballs are probably loaded. These guys are on steroids. Man, okay, you're excited. You get, you throw your beer and you can't stop. Look at what they did. But when we get to church, we're bored. And so it breaks my heart because you have living water steps away. It's like you're dying on a boat. You're dying of thirst on a boat in the middle of Crawley Lake. Just just dip. Just dip and take of the living water and you will never thirst again. So when God put that on my heart with, with Ren the Heavens, and most of you, Maybe you don't know who Westside Christian Fellowship is, uh, but we bought the radio station up here and some other radio stations and 88.5. And so we just wanted, talking to Pastor Mike, wanted to just bring Ren the Heavens up here. And uh, I pastor a church in um, Lancaster, actually Palm, well, Leona Valley. Nobody knows where that's at. So we just say Far West Palmdale and a little community tucked back in there. And uh, many people go, well, okay, what's your, what's your theology? What seminary did you go to? Well, I went to the School of Hard Knocks. Uh, and I love reading uh, theology. I read John MacArthur and Jack Hayford. So how do you like that? Uh, it's just, and, and love theology. And I believe we have to have a strong grounding, a strong foundation in truth. But if you miss the fire of the Spirit, you will die spiritually. 
And if all you have is emotions, and if it's odd, it's God, you will be led astray. Your theology keeps you grounded. And what's wrong with the pulpits in America is we either have all theology and arrogant men screaming at people, or we have touchy, feely, feel good. I don't want to say anything offensive. I don't want to say anything offensive. Wokeness, that word, you know where that word comes from? I don't want to offend you. So because I don't want to, can you imagine preaching and, and thinking I can't offend? Well, there goes the blood of Christ out the window. I better not talk about repentance. God forbid. I better not talk about judgment, hell, the wrath of God, holiness, anything that's controversial. Unfortunately, that will not change the human heart. John the Baptist started preaching repentance. Jesus said, go and preach repentance. Repentance is an acknowledgement that I am a sinner and I need a savior. And that's how you really change a nation from the inside out. And we see what's going on. I mean, we're talk about t- the Titanic has been hit in America. But I, I have the audacity to believe in a God that is greater than China, Russia, our economy. And I often, and I'll just, I'm sure I'll get it this week as well. Why are you doing this? It doesn't matter. Haven't you read Revelation? But yeah, yeah, but I've also read other books in the Bible. If my people humble themselves, what about that one? Oh, but that was for Israel. So are you telling me that if America doesn't humble herself, America humbles herself and prays and seeks his face and turns from their wicked ways, that he might not give them a measure of revival in their bondage? Are you serious? And so I just trust God. There's no lazy mode in the New Testament. There's no just sit back. It's actually do business until I return. And that word do business, if you break it down in in the Greek language and look at how these words, what they actually mean, it means occupy. Occupy. Make a difference. Expose the unfruitful works of darkness. Give a voice to those who have no voice. Say something about the sex trafficking. Say something about abortion. Say something about them perverting the word of God. Say something in the spirit of love and gentleness. And I took a sabbatical a year and a half ago. It was one of the best things I've ever done. And I realized something. Um, because people were getting upset at me sometimes because I'm too political. I don't know, whatever that means. That Basically, here's what that means. Don't talk about political hot buttons unless they're ones I agree with. Because if you do, then you're fine. But anyway, so I took it to the Lord like, okay, Lord, what's... What? Okay, help me understand this. And the more time I spent, I went on a 40-day fast... Uh, I, I, and I, and I, and I, and I fasted and sought God and God in his word. I began to weep. You just put on worship. You begin to weep. The word of God just comes alive and, and oh my God. And just the, the, the love of God and hours spending pursuing him. Here's what happened. Are you guys ready for this? The bolder I became like, wait a minute here. The more I seek God, the bolder I become. The more I don't seek him, the more I want to please men, and I'm worried about the opinions of others instead of the opinions of God. And so I haven't gotten to the introduction yet. That's a setup for what Ren the Heavens is, actually. What what God, I believe, put in my heart. You can actually pick up the books. All the books are free. Uh, the church sponsors this whole event. We spent thousands of dollars to come up here. We don't ask for anything. We're not taking offerings. The books are free. God has blessed us beyond measure. We don't do anything about money. We don't ask for it. And God just just downloads. It's amazing what he will do. Uh, now, it's not wrong to ask, I don't think, but that's just where God has us, to just trust him, kind of like a George Mueller uh, approach. And so all the books are free. Um, one of those is on, oh, God, would you rend the heavens? Isaiah 64. 
camp out in that verse this weekend. That verse has brought me to, to tears more than any other scripture in the Bible. 64, probably through, you know, verses 1, 2, 3, 4, that, oh God, it's a cry. Oh God, would you rend the heavens? Would you rip open the heavens and come down and let the mountains would shake at your presence, that the enemies would tremble? And he goes on to say, remember, remember when you used to do that? Remember when you, when you moved on behalf of your people? And then he goes on to say, is there, is there anyone that even seeks you anymore? And I began to just weep for our nation, weep for the churches. Many churches are not churches. Is the demonic being cast out? Are people being healed and set free? See, what happens is now when we get like that, people say you're too radical. But I say, well, hold on, that, that's the New Testament church. What do you mean too radical? We have grown so cold, so lukewarm, so powerless, that now we think New Testament Christianity is extreme. You have extreme snowboarding up there. You have extreme mountain biking. You have extreme makeovers. Can't we have an extreme passion for God? It makes no sense to me. And so we pray that God would rend the heavens, rend the heavens and come down and visit your people. And I will clarify it for the theologians out there, because I already know what you're thinking. Well, God is everywhere. Yeah, he is. Did you know that electricity is everywhere in this building? But go grab a knife and put it in the socket and see what happens. Now you experience it. There's a big difference. There's a big, let me just unscrew one of these lights and stick a knife up there. Whoa! I just experienced the electricity. See, yes, God is everywhere, but have you experienced him? Because when you experience, when you drink of this water, you will never thirst again. You never want to go back to the dry well. You want the living will of Christ. Oh, God, create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. I'm tired of dryness. I'm tired of dullness. I want the fullness of the spirit. I want to have, I want to have real New Testament church, or I don't want to have church at all. I truly believe that. I don't want to come playing games. I didn't come, I don't want to come and have a social activity. I want to meet the risen Savior. Praise God. Gene Easley said this, when there's no communion with God, our lives are spent in darkness. We see nothing. We hear nothing. We have no answers. And spiritual death sets in. And that's what's happening with our young adults and young, the next generation. And I found that they, they are craving the truth. It's like, would you, would you show me something that's true? And we chide the next generation, Gen Z or X, whatever they're called. My daughters, I got five kids. They're all, you know, they're hungry for truth. Tell me about the risen Savior. Tell me about solid truth. But spiritual death sets in when there's no communion with God. And I love, I guess, you know, we're, we're wired differently, people, different pastors and different leaders. Um, you know, some pastors have a shepherd's heart. Some people have a, have a, a heart where they go and they plant churches. Others have a heart of evangelists and Greg Laurie, Billy Graham, and you'll see that. And, and some have, have a heart for revival. For God, uh, that, that Isaiah, that Jeremiah, that voice crying in the wilderness. And when God called me back to him, he gave me that desire. And I began to study a lot about America and our first great awakening, second great awakening, New Hebrides revivals, Welsh revivals, uh, all kinds of, I just couldn't get enough because I would, I would read. I'm like, is that true? 
God, that's unbelievable. That God would change an entire community. A church would be on fire for God. And the Welsh revival, I don't know if you ever heard of that, 1904, 1905, God took a young man by the name of Evan Roberts. And uh, it was just, what I what amazed me about it is people would be convicted under the power of God a half block away. Uh, uh, bars would close down. People would be they'd be drawn to the, the to these. They, they they would think that, that 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 there was like a divine impulse pulling them, and they would they, the revival was breaking out. They would have church services throughout the evening. People wouldn't go home. They were hungry for God. They would sit at the altar. Where do we go now? They don't. They lose track of time. You might say that's weirdness. I say that's the power of God drawing people to Himself. You're captivated by the TV for six hours. What's the difference? The lust of the... Oh, you might not like what I say, but you'll know what I mean. Okay? And if you don't like what I'm saying, could it be a, Could it be that you need to hear what I'm saying? Just I'm just throwing it out there. So 1904, 1905 revivals is very short. Uh, that actually flowed into, you know, what they consider Azusa Street revival and different things. I mean, I've, I've read up on these, so I've got concerns on some things. Uh, and, and I don't agree with everything because anytime God is moving, who else is moving? The devil. Anytime, anytime, that's why the Holy Spirit is often, I would say, ridiculed or mocked in many conservative churches because of what they see on YouTube or what they, oh, I don't want to get weird like that person. Neither do I, but I want to experience the power of God. You, did you know you can be straight as a gun barrel theologically, but just as empty? Put a round, put a 12 gauge slug in that round and pull the trigger. That's the power of the Spirit. Martin Lloyd Jones, D. Martin Lloyd Jones said, The preaching is theology coming through a man who is on fire. You've got to have both of those things. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You born for such a time as this. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You born for such a time as this. Hello, this is Pastor Shane Eidelman with Regaining Lost Ground. It is such a privilege to be on the station and to be able to speak to you each week. And I want to just let you know of an incredible opportunity. We have actually taken all 12 of my books and made them available as free downloads at the church website. The church website is westsidechristianfellowship.org. Again, that's westsidechristianfellowship.org, and it's under free ebooks. So books on revival, books on prayer, books on fasting, even books on health and fitness from a biblical perspective. I've written books to young adults and teenagers, to men, books on marriage and how far our nation has drifted and how we can get back on track and really begin to seek the heart of God again. So all of those books, all 12, are available as free downloads at westsidechristianfellowship.org and you can send those out to friends, to family in need. Our goal is to get this out to help people in certain areas that they are struggling with. For example, if you like a lot of the messages 
messages here from Regaining Lost Ground from Westside Christian Fellowship. The books actually contain a lot of the sermon notes, a lot of the illustrations, a lot of the stories, a lot of the scriptures, a lot of the points. All of those are in the books that you can download for free. The newest one, 40 Days to Reset Your Life and Oh God, Would You Rend the Heavens? They both focus on prayer and fasting and renewal and all these things that are so vital because without another spiritual awakening, I don't have a lot of hope for our nation, but I have a lot of hope in God. So again, just want to let you know of this incredible opportunity at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks, and you can download the books for free on our church website. And again, this is Pastor Shane Eidelman thanking our listeners again for just the, the blessing you've been, not only to me, but to our church staff from the emails coming in and the letters coming in on how God has blessed you powerfully through this program. And that is our prayer that he keeps doing that and keeps bringing the prodigal sons home, that he restores marriages, and it begins to fill us mightily with his spirit. And we pray, oh God, rend the heavens and come down and visit your people again. And for all the latest on what God is doing with his ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. Regaining Lost Ground is sponsored by the generous supporters of the ministries of Westside Christian Fellowship. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.